Ever since the Garden of Eden, Satan has used deception to steer people away from God's truth. Pagans who worship the creation instead of the Creator have fallen for the devil's lies. But can Christians get caught in this too? Stay tuned. Basically, what they're saying is that planet Earth itself is a goddess. This is Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal. I'm Chris O'Brien with the Institute for Creation Research. The Bible tells us that we are to worship the Creator, not the creation. Quite the opposite is practiced in the religion of paganism, where Mother Earth and nature are worshipped. Christians need to be aware of this and not be influenced by pagan philosophies that are promoted at events such as Earth Day. How serious is this problem? Please join us for the next 15 minutes as we talk about creationism and paganism in association with Earth Day. Throughout this program, we'll use the terms paganism and neo-paganism interchangeably. Will Barron, a born-again former New Age priest and author of the book Deceived by the New Age, defines the terms for us. The word paganism itself would be used within a Christian culture to describe any kind of religion that does not believe in the creator God of Scripture. Paganism, we typically think of the old religions of the biblical era, those religions that the Israelites had to confront. They were worshipping various deities. Neo-paganism is a very modern movement that is not directly related to ancient paganism, for example, the ancient pagan religions of Babylon. Neo-paganism is a modern invention by this British occultist, Gerald Gardner. Its teachings do derive from the Hindu and Buddhist religions and typical Western occultism, but it is really a new religion that, in a sense, has not existed before on the planet. So neo-pagans are really following a new form of pagan religion that had its origin approximately in the 1950s. Although Christians wouldn't purposely get involved in such an ungodly system, pagan philosophies can affect families through books, movies, and other media. In our modern age, we are seeing an infiltration of this neo-pagan religion. It comes under a few names, the most popular being Wicca, or modern witchcraft. Practitioners of Wicca will tend to call their discipline the craft. This religion, this spirituality movement, is being strongly promoted by the fiction books of J.K. Rowling, what we call the Harry Potter series of books. We had another book published not too long ago called Teen Witch, Wicca for a new generation. Many, many young people are being seduced by this new spirituality, what we call neo-paganism. But where does Earth Day fit into all of this? Isn't it good to care for the environment? Will Barron says Earth Day goes a lot deeper than just cleaning up our planet. The problem with Earth Day is that it was originally founded by people affiliated with the New Age spirituality movement. New Age includes many different spiritual disciplines. It includes Eastern mystical religions. It includes Western occultism and neo-paganism. The danger 
of Bible-believing Christians becoming involved in Earth Day celebrations is that we can be seduced by the spirituality teachings of these neo-pagan religions. Basically, what they're saying is that planet Earth itself is a goddess, a mother goddess, and that the Earth is a divine being, a divine entity. They have a religion which is somewhat polytheistic, in which they believe in various deities, but the Mother Goddess is their primary deity, and Mother Goddess is often accompanied with a horned god consort, often given the name Pan. Dr. Job Martin of Biblical Discipleship Ministries in Rockwall, Texas, would agree. Earth Day. In my lifetime, it's a new celebration, and it is celebrated in various cultures all around the world. It was begun by pagan pantheists. Who are they? Well, they're people that believe that God is everything. In other words, the earth is God. Well, you are God. Your pet is God. Everything is God. So we have this idea then, once we believe that, that we should not only protect planet Earth from what are human-generated problems, but we should worship planet Earth. Why? Well, it's kind of like our mother, Mother Earth. Matter of fact, there's a concept or a principle that has become known here in recent years called the Gaia Hypothesis, G-A-I-A, or the Gaia Principle, and that is Earth is our mother. So, what's at the root of all this? Well, actually, evolution is the root of all this. It's from Mother Earth that everything evolved over time, and the main idea is that our planet, mindlessly and by chance over millions of years, has created all the life forms that we see. So therefore, we should protect and worship Mother Earth. Let's go back to the beginning and consider the creation accounts of both neo-paganism and Christianity. Will Barron. Neo-pagans, those following this witchcraft religion, they are not atheists. They hold a view that aeons ago there was some kind of god. Now, to a pagan, it is not a personal god that we have that came in human flesh as Jesus Christ. But to a pagan, the god is a consciousness of the universe, what we could call a cosmic consciousness. In the Hindu religion, it is called Brahman. And these neo-pagans believe that aeons ago, the cosmic consciousness, or Brahman, or the mother goddess, created the planetary system and created life on planet Earth. However, the neo-pagans believe that that basic primordial type life then evolved. And so... These neo-pagans have a belief system that is basically a mixture between typical evolution and creationism. Roger Oakland is founder of Understand the Times Ministry in California. Biblical creation, very clearly, is trusting and believing what God has revealed in his word. And it's interesting that the word of God begins with creation. First verse, in the beginning God created so it's foundational. And what is so important is that we must understand that if there is no creator, there's no gospel. So the foundation of creation from a biblical perspective lays out for us 
that there is a creator, that there has been a creation, that man was created, but man is separated from the creator because of sin. And the Bible makes it clear the creator is Jesus Christ. The one who made everything, Paul writes in Colossians, is the one who has redeemed us from our sins. But because the devil is against God, he has built a strong deception called evolution. Now you must understand that if God has an adversary, he would do all that he could to cause people to doubt that there is a creator. And that's where evolution comes in, you see, because man, trusting in man, has accepted man's views on the subject. What I would say would be man's speculation, believing that there's some other way to explain the creation. That's evolution. And because so many people have been conditioned, or let's put it this way, brainwashed into believing that evolution is science, that it's a fact, many intellectual people have rejected the overwhelming evidence that God is the creator. And this is where worshipping the creation instead of the creator comes into play. And then what happens? Well, Paul goes on to explain two things. Because man no longer believes that there's a creator, he's not accountable. And so he makes his own choices without the creator in mind, and he goes on a downward pathway towards immorality and depravity. That's all in the book of Romans, chapter 1. But at the same time, while man gets further away from the God who created everything, he begins to seek after spiritual things, and he begins to worship anything and everything that God has made. He begins to worship the creation rather than the creator. Dr. Martin says it's true that if people won't worship the one true God, they will turn to something else. So if there is no God, then here I am by some really unknown process of evolution. But I'm here and I have intelligence and I can see there's problems here. So I want to do something about that. They're developing on Earth. I want to fix them. So I'm going to make things in the universe like Earth and the sun my God. That's basically what they do. I will be a servant to planet Earth. But it's all based on evolution, and it's all based on the fact that the gods of this world are me and everything that's here. So when we reject Jesus, the Creator, and His creation, in exchanging it, since we don't want to believe in Him, we exchange that, and we're religious people, we were made that way, we want to worship something, so these pagans then will worship the earth itself. And basically, what is that? Well, it's rebellion against the Creator, the Lord Jesus. However, Christians who don't believe the Bible in full and say that God used evolution to create are just as deceived as the pagans who worship false gods. Roger Oakland explains. The Bible says God created in the beginning and things were good. From the beginning, it was good. They were created. In no way could we read into the scriptures that God used a process of chance and time, survival of the fittest, dog-eat-dog, in order to bring life about generation after generation, life-death, life-death. No, that isn't in the Word of God. And you cannot in any way interpret the Bible to incorporate the concept of evolution. That's part of the great delusion. I don't think that there is any question whatsoever that any Christian who wants to hold on to evolution has been deceived in terms of believing that God could have used some kind of a natural process to create. Now, I think these people are misinformed. I don't think that they've actually examined the evidence, the facts. They think they have. But they look upon the Bible, well, many of them will outright say it. You know, it's a good story. 
or it's only poetry, the book of Genesis. Or, for example, some will say, Moses was influenced by a Babylonian myth, so, you know, we can't really take Genesis seriously. Well, then, where do you begin to take the Bible seriously? I think you have to take it seriously from the beginning. Different religions, paganism, and nature worship. These are all serious issues because, according to the Bible, there's only one way that leads to eternal life. Roger Oakland explains that this way is through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Worshiping the creation and preaching of the cross, you can't have those two together because one opposes the other. Jesus Christ is the creator. There has been a creation. And the only way that we can spend eternity in heaven is by acknowledging who Jesus is, what he's done, and asking for forgiveness of our sins, acknowledging that we are separated because of our sin, but he's provided a way that we can know him. As our program comes to a close, we hope that you've been encouraged. It's our desire at ICR to show that the Bible can be trusted, both historically and scientifically, and to give facts that will build your faith. As Christians, we need to understand the scientific basis for our beliefs. We pray that this program will aid you in your discovery of science and the Bible. You know, most people aren't aware that today there are thousands of scientists that are convinced of the truth of biblical creation and not evolution. Our non-denominational ministry aims to restore and strengthen the Genesis foundations of the Christian faith. If you've enjoyed today's edition of Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, why not visit us on the web to find out more about the work of ICR. The address is www.icr.org. Again, www.icr.org. Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, is a production of ICR. For the Institute for Creation Research, I'm Chris O'Brien. Thanks for tuning in.